hey, if you're here, you're in the right place. I'm Tyler Freeland, and welcome to the Brandex Cleveland Podcast, a forum where expert voices come together, united for one purpose, to help businesses and causes survive, and ultimately find success through crisis. And we have a little bit of fun along the way. You can find this episode, as well as previous episodes, at brandaxcleveland.com. That's brandaxcleveland.com. Very first episode of the Brandex Podcast, I got to sit down with Connie Ozan design director and co-founder of Twist Creative. During our conversation, we talked about what drives her creatively, her inspirations, we got into some Twist history, and what she looks for in future designers. I think it went pretty well. Here she is on the brand scene. My name's Connie Ozan. My role is design director of Twist Creative. The first color that pops in my head is teal blue. <laughs> teal blue. Tiffany okay. blue. Tiffany, is it something that you saw in your in the room, or did it just come to you? It is something I saw in the room, <laughs> but I like the color. I li- like Robin's. Awesome. Ex- Rob, let's yeah, let's go. With okay. <laughs> so it's been twenty years since the genesis of Twist Creative. Why do you get up every morning and do what you do, and what drives you? I would say it started probably early in life. I always loved the arts and art, just an innate quality in myself that I was always just drawn to. So I was always encouraged to be creative. I grew up in a family where I had, my parents were really hands-on people and creative in everything they did from remodeling to baking, to gardening, you name it. They were always like, they were creative. I've always been, I've always I've had those role models. And so I always, I, I literally, I'm like a maker. I'm always thinking of something new, how to improve something, whether it's uh-huh. um, something in our house, whether it's a business, whether it's something I make or cooking. So I think for me, I get really excited every day when I wake up about tackling those new projects that I see, that not everyone sees, but I see them. I, if I see an opportunity in a situation to improve my quality of life or someone else's quality yeah. of life just through helping a, a person or a place or an organization just express themselves in the most unique way they can. I think I'm just really, I get excited about seeing what's possible and the ability to mm-hmm. see that maybe others can't. And so sharing mm-hmm. that. And I, I kind of really like the whole process of it too. Is it usually whatever at the beginning or is it better or is it something, oh, I didn't even expect this to happen? Sometimes it's all of the above. Sometimes it just depends on what type of project I'm working on, whether it's graphic design for Twist and for one of our clients or whether it's yeah. something personal. Honestly, I would say it usually turns out pretty close to the vision set forth, but the vision in the beginning can be broad. It's like you have a general idea where something can go. And then the process is is the part I love the best. It's have a big idea, you can have a vision in, in your head. And then when you get the go to work on it, yeah. I allow myself to work on something if it's personal. Yeah. Then you take a deeper dive and you're like, okay, I have this idea of what this could be. But then that deeper dive gets pretty exciting when you either 
a either start referencing and researching mm -hmm. and exploring ideas or like at the office where we start working as a team and so we're starting to not only mix visual ideas but we're mixing messages too that's yeah. kind of the beauty of twist is that we have one part of our company, which Mike, he heads up and he started is the writing and the strategy. And then we have the visual mm -hmm. side that I'm heading up. And when we start to put those ideas together and we bring in more people, like super talented people, and they bring their vision, then it starts to kind of, it yeah. snowballs into this really cool thing. So in the end result, I would say is always probably better than what we expected because we have merging, merging ideas. So it's, no, it's perfect. pretty fun. It's fun. It's fun. And then there's ups and downs so, during that process. It's not always, sometimes right. it gets messy in a, mm -hmm. in a good way because there's lots right. of ideas and sometimes we go astray and we might do too much. Anyways, it's exciting. So on that note, what project over these 20 years might be a difficult question because you've done so many what project or projects come to mind as something that you're most proud of or something that holds hmm. the most significance i would say honestly yeah we're i'm proud of all the work we've done just because it's always for a different client a different situation a different challenge and the goal is always to help that client and do something that's appropriate for them. I would say it sticks out in my mind is probably the years that we worked on the Cleveland International Film Festival. We did a lot of work for them for many years. And that was always an opportunity for us to really explore and expand our mm -hmm. creativity. We had a lot of creative freedom. We were able, conceptually, we were able to really come up with some unique ideas and Graphically, we pushed ourselves pretty hard because we were pushing ourselves to create something unique every year. It's like a series. So each year we had to oh. create something better than last year. So this went on for a while. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think it. That's really cool. I might be wrong, but I think it was about eight seasons. That's awesome. So um, yeah. that was an opportunity. It was a really wonderful creative opportunity both from a writing and a concept and a design and even three-dimensional work because a lot of the work was built into environmental graphics and we were able to see it through from the flip book with all the movies and then the tags and you know signage so it was pretty exciting outstanding and now i have a serious question for you sure. what's your favorite shape circle Oval. Let's say oval. <laughs> oval. Okay. Circular. And you, and you say you do a lot of like creative, you've grown up doing creative things, whether it's baking and gardening, or mm. do you dabble in any like photography or painting, uh, drawing, or you're just able to look at something that needs work or that needs help and um, then go from there? I dabble Right now, I dabble in kind of our own interior design projects at home as a different form of design. I really love that the three-dimensional quality of interiors. We have a house right now that 
our home we love that we bought 11 years ago was an opportunity to have fun with that. So my big yeah. project was probably a kitchen renovation where I was, that was really fun for me. I was able to work with an amazing interior designer, like an architectural designer. So she, I, I, the process was very similar to a project that any, a twist project. It started with uh -huh. kind of this vision, like, what could this be? How could I use the space? A lot of referencing, a lot of images and things that I loved that I thought were appropriate for our home. And it was really thought out. Like we designed this kitchen to honor the house. So it's modern, oh, wow. but yet it's very classic. So we put a lot of thought into that, making sure that this looks timeless. Like it could have been here in 1935 when our house was built and, but it's still current today. So that level of wow. detail, I love, I loved working with, I worked with Sharon Sanders. She's a local architectural designer. So she did all the drawings for it. And we drew the, even the cabinetry down to the detail, every little detail. Oh, wow was drawn out and the contractors I worked with was RB Schwarz. He was just very detail oriented and the team was just great. So I, what I really like about that was the, I, the putting together all these mediums, you know, we're, we're working mm -hmm. with tile, we're working with paint, we're working with wood, we're working with marble, we're working with just structure, what could be done, what couldn't be done, what was appropriate. So the word appropriate, I think you're starting to hear it's that's how I've trained my mind to solve visual problems that are appropriate to a client, whether okay. graphic design, advertising or interiors. It's always not just for me. It's for solving problems that I think that for me, that's what okay. I really like. I like digging into that problem solving, visual problem solving. Each episode, we want to take the time to highlight one of our Brand X partners. This episode goes out to Think Media Studios, a commercial film production company located right here in Cleveland. If you're a Cavs fan like me, you've definitely seen the work. Get to know them more, check out more of their videos at thinkmediastudios.com. That's thinkmediastudios.com. You mentioned some arch local architects. Do you have any other inspirations or any people who inspire you? And why do they inspire you? I would say like on a national level, I follow some of the big, the bigger names that, that are very popular amongst a lot of people. And me, I don't, I'm not, I'm design illiterate, so oh, no. I might not know them either. That's okay. In the past, I've followed people as simple as like Tori Birch. All, most all women know who Tori Birch is. Her brand is pretty oh. amazing. But I, what I like about her style is that she really pushes color. She's using her art form as fashion and she's a female entrepreneur and she just, she, the way she brands herself and the way she puts together her own website and the way she puts together her lines of clothing. I really like the way she packages that all together. So that's okay. kind of what I follow. Um, 
There was a creative director for J. Crew that her name is Jenna Lyons. I used to follow her a lot because I loved how she was able to put together high and low, meaning like she really made J. Crew awesome. They still are, but okay. her sense of style brought together like cool vintage jewelry and ripped jeans with a preppy shirt. So she had that vision to combine, yeah. I, I call it, it's high and low fashion. So I've okay. liked her a lot. Kelly Wurstler is another big name. She's an interior designer and she's out in LA and her work is just incredible. She uses a lot of different materials she, in her interior designs. A lot, she does a lot of hotels and things like that. But she pushes the boundaries. We stayed at a hotel last like called the Avalon in Los Angeles, and it's like a 50s retro hotel. But uh, that's so cool. And I found it because I saw her work, and I was like, she, oh, she designed that. So I was, <laughs> I made the choice that this, You're is, in where, heaven. this is where we're going to stay because I really want to see it in person. <laughs> and so everything from, she crosses all the platforms of design. Graphic design is included in her work. There were these really cool geometric wall murals that surrounded like the pool. And, and then that was incorporated into the restaurant, but the geometric timeless mid-century murals were just outstanding and they were painted murals. But her level of detail and her level of risk-taking is pretty impressive. Do you usually look at the geometry of the design? What is the, the first thing that, you know, catches your eye when you're looking at the design? And whether this is advertising or right. something as a hotel or... Yeah, for me, personally, I'm drawn to color and geometric shapes. That's when I see something that I like, that's the first thing that catches my eye is probably color, uh -huh. geometric shapes. That's, I'm really... I don't know. I just get excited about that because, and that is a timeless quality. So I'm not drawn to things that are too trendy. I appreciate them and I think that they're fun. Yeah. I'm drawn to things that have a timeless quality. So in that re respect, what are some things that you look for in a designer? Uh, say someone who maybe wants to work at Twist or some, someone that you would work with? What are some things or aspects you're looking for? Yeah, I would say, honestly, the first thing is their personality and are they really passionate about what they're doing? When you, you can read the passion within somebody pretty quickly, how excited they are about mm -hmm. the field that they're in. Of course, we look at the portfolio and we look at the range of work and we usually also look at how what their experience level is because experience level is mm -hmm. different. If it's someone coming right out of school, you don't expect them to have a portfolio filled with perfect work. You're just looking at uh -huh. their ideas, maybe how well they could execute their ideas. That actually, that goes for everybody. I would say the level of thinking, how well they were able to execute that thinking into something that tangible that we can read and look at. If it's someone who came out of a position or who has experience, we want to know what their role was on those particular projects. 
Was it a team project? And if it was, what was your role? And we also look for craftsmanship, how well craftsmanship being how um, organized is the portfolio? How clean is it? How, if they're, if it's a physical portfolio, what is the craft of the samples that they're showing us? You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. That detail. The detail. Like, will they be able to put mock-ups together when we need it? That's, that's yeah. as important as the visuals, the ability to hone the craft, the physical craft of making something. Is it neat? Is it clean? Is it lines cut straight? I would say the other things would be how well do they understand typography? Do they understand hierarchy? Because that that's a big one with what we do is being able to understand how typography works. And uh-huh. especially in, in any project, there's a hierarchy of information. And are they able to understand that and execute it without a lot of handholding? And sometimes there is handholding and sometimes there's teaching and we don't mind. But it's, I'd say at the end of the day, it's how passionate they are and how well they can articulate ideas. What they bring to Twist, we're looking for people who bring something different to us because we don't always have the answers. And it's like putting a band together. We need someone who can do, yeah. who can play a different instrument to help yeah. make it work. That's awesome. You're giving outstanding answers, by the way. Okay. This is great. <laughs> This is awesome. Thanks. It's fun. One thing I wanted to get into was, so many months ago, we began this journey of Twist 2020. Mm-hmm. And not all of it went to plan, but there was some rebranding that we did. There were some color changes and mm-hmm. I, some logo retouches. And I wanted to know, or wanted to ask if you could talk about some of those changes, where they came from, and how you made those decisions as far as our new 2020 design. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, when the design team and I got together back in the fall, we were like, okay, we like what we have. We like our image right now, but how can we just improve on it a little bit and not make this completely drastic change? If we were rebranding another company, we want to know what's mm-hmm. working, what's not working. And 2020 was an opportunity to do that, being that we were going into our 20th year. Yeah, we looked at the actual logo. We looked at our colors. We looked at our everything, our photography, our website. How are we representing ourselves? And so that's that was the beginning of it. And we had we made this big presentation in December, and I think you remember that when we presented what we and we're very right. happy with that. And like any brand since then, the world has changed. <laughs> it doesn't mean that our brand is going to change, but since then, we really got to know what was working and what's not working. And I think we had this kind mm-hmm. of break in this pause, I think, so to speak, in the world and this pause in our own work. Mm-hmm. We were able to really just live with it a little bit and think about where we want to go. There will be elements of the old that are still used and there'll be some just new and exciting messaging. And we've got, I'm calling it an accessory mark that we're going to launch. So I hope awesome. that answers your question. I'm looking forward to it. But I yeah, would that's perfect. The biggest, the biggest little... 
blessing. It's a blessing and a curse that COVID-19 happened. But the beauty of mm -hmm. that, this situation is I think it made us stop a little bit and pause and think about who we really are. Sure. Absolutely. So with that, I just have a few more questions for you. Sure. How do you want to be remembered as a designer when it's all said and done? Well, I definitely want people to remember Twist Creative for all the work that we did for Cleveland, Ohio. I think we really helped Cleveland become a beautiful place. We worked on a lot of, from nonprofits to education to helping the community areas that the community needed help in. I hope that people remember us for bringing that, bringing all those situations to life a little bit and helping um, mm -hmm. send out people's messages. And I know that's, it might be vague, but we have a no. portfolio of work from 20 years that expands mm -hmm. across all different industries. And I hope that people can remember that. I hope that some of that lives on oh, great. in the next 20 years. Yeah. So I hope we're remembered in that way. And then personally, as a creative person, I hope that in my own life, personal life, I can be remembered as helping people or situations bring that beauty forward. Perfect. Thank you for your time, Connie. You. Appreciate it. Thank you. I have one more question for okay. you. <laughs> What's the first color that comes to your head? <laughs> um, it's still light blue. That's kind of my color right now. I like all shades of blue right now, but it's popular these days.